Welcome back to another episode of Agile Way podcast, where we explore challenges organizations face on their Agile journey. How to become great Scrum Master, how to change your leadership style, or how to embrace agility at the organization level. I'm Suzy Shukova, Agile coach, certified Scrum trainer, and author of the great Scrum Master book and Agile leader book, and I'm your host for this podcast. I'm passionate about business agility, organizational culture, and Agile leadership, and that was the reason why I decided to start this podcast, to share with you my experiences and stories from my Agile journey. For the third series of this podcast, I'm inviting speakers of Agile Prague Conference so they can introduce their topics and they can also share with us a little bit about themselves and what they see happening in an Agile space. If you want to hear more, we would invite you for Agile Prague Conference September 19, 2022. It's a lovely welcome here. Evan Leburn. He is a dear friend from Business Agility Institute, our keynote speaker this year. So, Evan, what are you currently passionate about in Agile space? Uh, look, thank you, Zuzi. And as always, I am, oh, I, I love Agile Prague. I'm excited to come. And uh, as you said, dear friend, so I'm really, really glad to have a chat with you. Um, for me, my passion is, it's, it's in the name of our organization, the Business Agility Institute, so it's business agility. But ultimately, it comes down to the fact that we spend more time working than any other part of our life, including spending time with family. Now, that's not a criticism. That's been true for thousands of years. In fact, we're actually working less now than we did 100 years ago. But it's still the biggest part of our life. And if work is going to be the biggest part of our life, it should also be the best or at least one of the best parts of our life. Anything less is a waste of human potential. And so what drives me, part of my passion here is creating or, or helping to shine a light on those organizations where people have that empowerment, that autonomy, that ownership of their work. They feel respected. They feel that they are achieving something meaningful so that their work is an amazing way to spend the biggest part of their living, waking hours. That's my passion. And that sounds really so nice to listen to that. This whole autonomy and all the happiness already coming for me. So what's the most difficult on that? Like, why is it not picking up? Because it looks so great. I think everybody must say, oh, that's, I would like to be part of it, but it's still not happening. So what's the enabler? <laughs> well, I'm going to put it a different way. What's the constraint? Like, what, like, why isn't that the default? Why isn't that just how people and organizations work? And there are, like, I won't lie, there are a lot of impediments to this. But the biggest impediment is actually just the systems we've built. Um, we have designed systems for the last 100, 200, 500 years that are predicated, built on the assumption that people can't be trusted. And you saw that in, say, scientific management. And it was very much, it, and don't get me wrong, Taylorism, we have a lot to owe to Taylorism because it took management out of, it, it put science, it put measurements on management. 
but it was built on the assumption that people can't be trusted. We have to measure these laborers and how much pig iron they can move. And you see this in HR policies and procedures. You see this in organizational structure. You see this in the fight between unions and managers. It's all, it, it's, you have that breakdown of trust, but the inverse is also true, right? Think about the stereotype of the manager. Uh, the stereotype of manager, you've got Lundberg from Office Space, you've got uh, Michael Scott from The Office, you've got the pointy head boss from Dilbert. Managers are portrayed as incompetent at best, evil at worst. Uh, and we need to also, again, break that down as well, because the truth is, if you were to think about your managers, if you enjoy your job, the chances are that a big part of that is you'll work for someone who you respect, who respects you, you have a conduct a very positive working relationship. So we have got to break down these, these conflicts that exist within the systems of business today, the lack of trust on one side, and this stereotype of the incompetent evil manager on the other. Now, if you're unlucky, maybe you do have an incompetent evil manager. And perhaps you do have people who can't be trusted. Now, like, there are bad people on both sides, but the, for the most part, right, most managers are actually trying to do a pretty damn good job. And maybe they might need a little bit more skill, a bit more training. Most people want to do something of value, want to have meaning in their work. Right? And so most people can be trusted. So we need to build the systems that enable that. So that's the constraint. That's what's stopping this from happening. And so those organizations that break down those systems and change that, they're the ones who are able to make a difference. Nice. So I'm looking forward to your keynote at Agile Prime, but I have a few more questions for you today. Uh, can yeah, you share with us what was your biggest learning on your Agile journey? Oh, I think the, so many learnings. The whole point of an Agile journey is to learn. That's a tough question. Um, I wouldn't say it's my biggest, but it's certainly the one that's top of mind right now. And that is... Business agility is not the same as agile business. Um, I've been doing what we would call business agility since about 2008. And when I started, what I was doing was really agile business. I was taking the practices and the principles of capital A agile and applying them outside of technology. So agile marketing, I, I, I management. I, how, how do I use a daily stand-up as an executive director? How do I use a pair programming if I'm writing a minute uh, or, or a memo rather than writing code? Can I do pair writing, pair work? And don't get me wrong, there is value in all of that. But it definitely took me a couple of years before I truly realized that what organizations need is agility not necessarily agile and that the two are not the same and i see this a lot with organizations as they sort of mature most organizations and most individuals who go through this towards business agility most of them many of them start in this agile business phase and that's okay but as long as you realize that it is just a stepping stone because the value to agility is exponentially greater than the value to agile in itself. Very interesting. 
Now I have my last question for today. I promised we could have more opportunities to talk. But <laughs> for to today, to the, you have to come to the conference, aren't you? you yeah, exactly. You have questions. to come to the conference. That's the whole point. But what is the future of Agile in your mind, right? 2001, there was this Agile manifesto. Now here we are talking about business agility. Where do you see a future 20 years from now or more? So let's look at um, Jeffrey Moore's Crossing the Chasm. Right? We Agile crossed the chasm five, seven years ago. Um, the late majority are adopting Agile. It's probably not too far wrong to say Agile won. Now that comes with a whole stack of problems, right? Because Agilists have been the underdog for the first 15 years, and now suddenly you're in the dominant position. And the problem is that the response to the underdog is very different to the response to the dominant. And just look at that, how people treat sports teams. And so now, like, how many times are we seeing articles? Agile is dead and, and like, uh, all, the, all that kind of stuff. And that's because we're now the dominant. Right? We're now the dominant product delivery metaphor. And so the next, the growth areas for agility is now to, no, the growth area for agile is to consolidate the, the success is to continue to learn, continue to evolve, but also to learn not to, to, to stop acting like the underdog, right? to stop acting like, oh, poor, poor me, no one, no one understands. No, no, okay, they may not be doing Agile well, but they're still doing it. And we as a community need to learn what it means to be the dominant model and how we can be respectful how we can act appropriately in that position as opposed to your thing how many of us uh, are acting but beyond that there are still facets of agility that are not right so business agility is not cross the chasm devops if we think of that in terms of technical agility and i know some of the devops folk will strongly fight me on that um but if we talk if we think about agility in terms of theory of constraints it's not too far wrong to say that uh, DevOps creates agility in the technical space. Now, DevOps is starting to cross the chasm, but it's you're still in that early adopter. You've passed the innovators for DevOps, but you're in that early adopter. You, the chasm is very close to the horizon now. You can see it. Business agility is a bit further back than that. Uh, we're still in the innovative companies. They're the ones who are trying to do this. We're starting, we're seeing more early adopters coming in, but the chasm is probably over the horizon. Right? We haven't quite got to it yet, but it will come. So it's in those two areas that the most growth is possible um, when it comes to agility. But in the core space of agile, product development agile, then it's about learning how to be the dominant metaphor, the dominant model of work uh, and stop acting like the underdog because we're not anymore. I like that. I think we all need to grow up sort of thing. So thank you very much. It was my pleasure to have you here today and see you in September.
I am truly looking for, I, I, honestly, I'm just looking forward to getting out of Australia and traveling again, but um, there's no better place to visit than Prague. And honestly, Agile Prague is one of my favorite conferences. So I'm really excited to be there. So I'm looking forward to this. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Agile Way podcast hosted by Zuzi Shukovana, author of the Great Scrum Master book and Agile Leader book. If you love listening to this podcast, please leave us a review. If there is any topic you are particularly interested in and would like to hear another episode on it, let me know. For more information about me and my Agile classes, visit our website sokova.com S-O-C-H-O-V-A.com Thank you for listening. Thank you.